Hey, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Poor Man Fantasy Football League podcast. We're the fantasy football show that gives you a peek inside the life and times of our dynasty league. I'm your host, Mike, and with me, as always, is my friend, Andrew. And this week, we are looking back at the week that was, uh, week four matchups, reviewing the week three, uh, taking care of some bets, and talking about our football trip, which, by the way, was amazing, yet exhausting. Very much so. Mm-hmm. But before we jump into that, just going to let you guys know that this week's episode is brought to you by our friends over at ShirtOutlets.com, where you can get all your sports merchandise from mer- from jerseys, hats, tees, to shoes, flags, even replica rings. Our friend Kimmy over there has got what you need. Just let them know that you're a friend of the Poor Man Fantasy Football League podcast and drop us an email when you place your order, and we'll hook you up with a 5% discount. Not to mention, we'll get you some free shipping globally, potentially, and possibly a free jersey. So these guys are legit. I love working with them. Now on with the show. It is Wednesday night, September 27th. We're recording this a little bit earlier than normal because we are utterly fatigued from seeing three football games in three days with two days of travel to get to and from the starting point and getting home. So five days, we we blitzed it. All three games turned out to be victories, and they were awesome. Oh, your turn, Andrew. Yes. Uh, I've got three things to, 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 to play for you folks. First oh. being... Okay, so if you guys don't know, that is the Hail to the Victor song uh, that is played over at uh, the Big House for the Michigan touchdowns. Essentially, everything they do, they play this song. It is fantastic and wonderful. And I knew this song existed. I've heard it. Uh, I've read the words several times. I don't remember them all, uh, but I know the cadence and the stance. It was a lot of fun. Okay. And my next one is... Here we go. And this is our third one. Right 
Okay. So I muted myself. My apologies. I didn't come off mute to talk about them. The previous one was the Lions. It's a really, really oldie chant. I've been Lions fans for over 20 years, if not longer. And I cannot tell you, I've never heard that song before. That was yeah, an absolute I... shock to my system. <laughs> but it was cool, though. It was, it was cool. Deep. Uh, and, and I'm the same way for the first half of the Bengals um, touchdown song. Um, yeah. I know the who day. I know the who day part. Yeah, I knew the who day part, but I didn't know that old uh, the old uh, timey part. But, yeah, yeah. So very cool. Uh, great, great trip. Uh, like you said, Mike. Lots of traveling. Um, I think it was uh, like. In total, like forty something hundred, uh, forty eight uh, hundred miles round trip, I think for us. So it was uh, lots and lots of travel, but it was it was great fun. Um, if anybody else gets the opportunity to to do a trip like that, I highly recommend it. Um, just try to stay out of the three hundred section. Yeah, try okay. to get a little bit closer. <laughs> yeah, pay, pay up to get out of that top bowl. And I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why. So we we got really good seats. When we went to the Michigan game, down low. Yeah, um, just, just had a lot of fun with it. Row twenty four, uh, crowd. Yeah, row twenty four near the fifty yard line. Uh, absolutely fantastic seats. Great people that we met around us. Uh, it was just a lot of fun. The next day we go to the Detroit game. And by the way, Ford Field, if you've never been, is an absolutely beautiful stadium. It's right next to Comerica Park. Uh, lots of activity going on downtown around the stadium. I, think, I just think they, they've, they've done a really good job with the whole atmosphere around the stadium. A lot of fun. So we go in and we're up on the third deck on the, I guess, the visitor side. And uh, we get up there and it's high. It's really high. But the view is great. Yes. And the, um, yeah, the accessibility for everything in the stadium was good. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Fantastic fans. Yeah, you know, really good. Uh, as much of a rap as the city of Detroit gets, they're sports fans. They were awesome. They were that really was good. Really, really good. Although you did not see too many Atlanta people. No, oddly enough, we were sitting in the family section, the Atlanta Falcons family section. Oh, so there there were a few people sitting behind us. It's funny that they give the visiting team way up in their freaking nosebleeds like that. Yeah. Uh, but overall, pretty hospital, uh, hospitable people and yeah. enjoyed it. Beautiful stadium. Love it. The atmosphere of it was great. Uh, go to Cincy, which is in Kentucky, by the way. It's not in Ohio. Yes. There's, there's the river, and the river divides Cincinnati, Ohio, from the Cincinnati, Kentucky side. Didn't know there yes. was a difference. So that was kind of yeah. neat. We were in Kentucky. And, uh, yeah, the stadium is like right downtown, old world. Uh, tons of old buildings, but not a lot of space. And correct. Yeah, it's. But they, you know what? I was. Just, uh, sorry, yeah. go ahead. So, my overall impression was again, a beautiful stadium, bigger stadium, I think. It certainly felt bigger than Ford Field, uh, felt bigger than the big house. So, I don't know if that's any of that's true. It just felt bigger. Like it felt like massive. Uh, but easy in easy out uh so you could get lots of people in and moving which was really cool uh the food and drink was okay uh they didn't have any like anything special that was just like hey this is the like the bengal treat when you're here you got to eat this thing they didn't have one of those unfortunately um and then uh 
inside the stadium, which I thought was really cool, which was different than um, at Ford Field. They did that, that whole, uh, they retired Ocho, not retired, Ocho Cinco and Boomer Eisen. They put them on the ring of, the ring of uh, honor wall. Ring of honor, right. So that atmosphere, and they have like a platform and everything kind of dedicated. So there's like this podium that overlooks the field where these type of events take place. So everybody in the stadium can see what's going on with that. So I thought that was really cool and neat. Um, but again, we sat up in the third deck. Uh, we're all, all, all the, the chubs. Were. Yeah. And uh, we, uh, we got spilled on. There was a couple, there was actually quite a few Rams fans and the heckling. And yeah, that was, that was a bit much. Yeah. But other than that, uh, still a beautiful stadium, beautiful night, open dome. Just, yeah. uh, it was fantastic. Again, we did meet some really cool people there. Um, yeah, we'll do it all over again. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. I'm going to need to like rest up first before I go yes. because we had little sleep, lots of drinks, and lots of football. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, so, so, one of our, our shout outs is I'm going to put it, I'm, I, I know I'm jumping ahead, Mike, but. No, go ahead. Go ahead and do your shout out intro. Okay. So, we do a shout out where we recognize and call out um, e- people or businesses or uh, events or activities just to get them some recognition for something that happened. Sometimes it's good. Most time it's good. Sometimes it's bad. So in this case, every week, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to someone from the guillotine league that I'm in, the Borman guillotine league, uh, because someone's going to get cut every single week. This week was the commissioner himself, Brendan Borman. He got himself as the number three axed in this glorious of glorious guillotine leagues. And I think this is what's bittersweet about this whole thing is his brother who got axed last week, Braden, was the one who called him out and says he hopes he gets axed next. And sure enough, he did. It's like, oh, ouch. bittersweet, eh? Yeah. Yeah, that is. Um, I'm and then, oops. <laughs> yeah, cut. There we go. There's the, there's there the that's kind of but we have a second shout out. Yes, our second shout out goes to the Den Detroit Tailgaters. Um, they hosted uh, a tailgate that uh, Mike and I went out to. Um, mm-hmm. They're still learning. This is their first year of doing the hosting tailgates, so they're learning what their what their what their role is, kind of what their vibe is, you know, kind of mm-hmm. their theme, all of that stuff. Um, you know. Outside of a couple of things, I thought they it was it was a good event. Um, you know, a couple of little uh, tweaks to their to their platform will make yeah. it a, a way better event. Um, it was more like a a, a nightclub a- atmosphere, like loud music. Um, I think they were trying to draw people in from the street to kind of you know hear the music, come over and see what's going on, and then try and yeah. get them to come in and stuff like that. Um, but you know the part of the package that you pay for, um, all the food you can eat. They have breakfast and then a barbecue lunch, uh, mm-hmm. and then all you all you can drink. So it uh, you know if you stick around for the whole tailgate, um, you know it's a it could be a really good party if they just turn the music down a little bit, have a few events like some some cornhole, uh, yeah, some stuff mm-hmm. to have fun with, right? Um, I understand if you, what they were trying to do. 
right? They yeah. want to kick something off. And uh, cool people, fun to talk to. Yes. Um, music was way too loud, especially for 8.30 in the morning when this thing started. Yeah. And I realize now, looking back at the pictures, more people joined as we got closer and closer to game time. But we also wanted to head to the stadium and check out some of the stuff around the stadium before everything got packed and filled full of people. So, yeah, like they had a zip line there. That was really uh, right by the field or right by the stadium. That was really cool. Um, They had a whole kind of restaurant strip between the, between uh, the baseball stadium and the the football stadium. That was really cool. So if you're like, you're wanting to go bar hopping and stuff like that, that was, that was, I think that's a great idea for the city did a, did a phenomenal job. Um, upgrading that that neighborhood um it's like an ent- entertainment district so yes. even when there's not a game there's still a like you can go down there and, and hang out and just just be in that atmosphere because there's some cool buildings lots of cool yeah. little restaurants and uh, yeah so that, that part's really neat um but this place uh, the tailgaters we were at great food great atmosphere uh just need to i think get more people to get them engaged yeah. right have some activities put some challenges up there make it fun and yeah. uh but to Hussein and his team out there, and to Brendan Borman, we give you guys a shout out. Yes. Now to our now, football talk. Um, whoa, whoa, hang on, hang on. Nope. Let's talk some football. Okay, I'm gonna cut that one short. Um, yeah, there's football to talk about. Yes, how about uh, that crummy game? What the heck? Seventy points. I wish we were we were able to watch it. Yeah, no kidding. That would have been an awesome game to watch. Um, what is it is like, like? Every other play, there was a score. Is that what was going on? Like, um, okay, so some of the two. The two. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm, I was listening to some uh, some football uh, commentary today, and. I guess the they stopped trying to be creative and just kept running the same bank of plays. Oh, because they kept working. So it's like we don't need to be creative. We don't need to show you anything. We don't need to spill our guts. We're just going to keep running the same plays and they kept working. So everyone got a piece except for Jalen Waddle cuz he wasn't there, but I'm sure he's kicking himself. Yeah, no kidding. Everyone feasted. So good on them. Um, I'm going to be really excited to see them against the good, what's supposed to be a good team, and that is yeah. Buffalo this yeah. week, right? Yeah, that's going to be a good, interesting. That's going to be a good game. I think it'll be entertaining yeah. to see too. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's not a dud like a defensive dud where it's like nine six. That would suck. Um, it just, well, that would suck, especially after putting up a 70-point performance. There's some high expectations. And yeah. I'm sure that's going to skew some serious uh, Vegas betting. Very much so. Very, very much yeah. so. But the week that wasn't the only shocking event that happened this weekend in football. No. No. Um, I, I see you put this in here, but before uh, this list, last little bit here, I want to yeah. talk about how the Cardinals absolutely decimated the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. Um. But before that, <laughs> and it's funny, um, their quarterback. Was this game day? Oh, sorry, was this game day, by the way, this happened? Uh, the day before. Okay. Um, you know, he's a starting quarterback. Dobbs is a starting quarterback. You know, it's yep. it's three weeks into the season already. 
He's like, hey, I'm going to bring my whole family to the game. I'm going to go to the store and get them all jerseys. Yeah, obviously not, because he wanted, right? Yeah. It's not available. The team never released his jersey as a sellable jersey. So he can't even get his family his own jersey. So are they really that pissed off that he got them the win so that they can't go winless to get the first-round pick that they won't sell his jersey? Crazy. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. I saw that video clip that he posted about himself. And he's like, come on, guys. Like, I went to the custom jersey. I went to order, like, you know, existing team. Like, I'm not even in here. Can, like, can we fix that? Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a really good play. Yes. Well, that's either that's a really bad stab at your new boss or a ploy to say, uh, guys, if you want me to get you some more wins, <laughs> get me some you, merch. Come on. <laughs> Somebody in that organization made a mistake, and hopefully they, they can, re- yeah. you know, fix it before anything regrettable happens. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. The other thing I came across today um, well, actually, a couple more things today. Um, uh, the Packers, uh, Christian Watson is expected to make his 2023 debut um, tomorrow night. Really? That's what they're saying. I know he still has a, as a questionable, but uh, he's supposed to against the Lions. So hopefully he doesn't, hopefully he doesn't pack the Lion in. But I'm Dutch. Lame. Um, what I find and- really interesting is the uh, the Vegas odds have have the Packers. That's the favorite. By- yeah. Wow. To win by one? To win by one. Wow. Well, that's... <laughs> Did you hear that's- that? Yeah. Oops. Sorry. That that was me testing uh, a new a new clip, <laughs> but it didn't work because you weren't supposed yes. to hear it. That's okay. Um, I'll test later. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm I'm surprised at that too. It's kind of an insult. Uh, I hope my Lions absolutely smash the Packers tomorrow night. Oh, I think that defense is going to destroy Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. If he's not if he's not sacked four or five, what did they get in the game on on uh, on Saturday or yeah. on Sunday? No, there was uh, more than four sacks. Wasn't there oh, six or seven? I think they had seven total, but there was four yeah. sacks, two of them back-to-back, but four of them happened in like quick succession. Yeah. yeah. Um, that defensive line, I think, is what... I think it's scarier than the Rams line with Donaldson. Aaron Donald? Or, or Aaron Donald, yeah. I that, that defensive line in Detroit is just scary, scary. Um. After seeing him live, because After they were in, him, yeah. they were in his face ninety percent of the time. Yeah, forcing Desmond Ritter to make bad bad decisions. Yeah. Oddly enough, the uh, the offense um, couldn't get anything going. So I don't know yes. if the Atlanta defense is that good, or if if Goff just plays down to what he's playing against. Maybe, maybe they were overlooking him. I I wouldn't think so. If I'm Dan Campbell, I'm not overlooking anybody. Everyone is is the immediate threat. Nobody nobody's to be underestimated, and anybody could could defeat them, right? So yeah. they close. There was a close game, so yeah, you can't wow. win. It wasn't a close. Win. No, it wasn't a close game. Thirty to seven. That's not close. Okay, it they poured it on in the second half. They poured it on in the second half. Uh, they shut down Bijan. 
and yes. that was great to see. It, it might hurt us fantasy wise, but it was like, okay, Bijan is an amazing runner. Uh, couldn't get any steam going. And it forced Desmond Ritter to try and make passes. And he did, but it wasn't, it wasn't effective. But the offense couldn't, couldn't steamroll themselves into, into a, like a big victory. So yeah. I, was, I was hoping for, for something more. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, some other news. Uh, Richardson and Young are both now practicing and might be starting this weekend for their respective okay. teams. A um, couple of young quarterbacks that were tweaked a little bit coming back. Yeah, uh, and then the the next two you have you had put in what uh, what are these? About? Okay, so the Jets signed quarterback Trevor Simeon, so not a big threat, not a big name, but it's somebody a bit more stable behind yes. Zach Wilson, yeah. and we'll we'll see how long it takes for him to take over the job, or if they decide to bring somebody else in. Who knows? Uh, yeah. But that's other news. And in this case, no Jonathan Taylor news. He's eligible to come back in two weeks. And no news at this point is surprising because you think there would at least be something saying, hey, yeah. he's coming back. He's, he's on the mend. It makes me think that there really isn't an injury why he's on the – like, there's no injury. Yeah. He's still on the physically unable – the pup list. He's going to be able to come back but they're not planning on him coming back and he's not planning to come back and play. Yeah. I think that relationship is just Toast. Unrepar- unrepairable. Yeah. Which is too Which bad. You have to work out a trade and yeah, if that happens, cool. I just hope he goes to a place where they'll, they'll actually utilize him and see yeah. the value yeah. that he brings. Mm-hmm. And then a few okay. injuries. Yeah. I've fallen and I can't get up. So that looks like Mike Williams. He tore his ACL, but he did put up an amazing week. But he's out for the season. But again. Mm-hmm. So Mike Williams is out for the season. He put up a good performance. Uh, the team was absolutely fantastic. However, um, they now need to look elsewhere. So that means Quentin Johnson, Josh Palmer. We'll see who's up, who's the next man up. And yep. they really need Austin Eckler back. That's going to make a big, a big difference for them. Is he on the trending toward coming back this week, or is he still out? Yeah, for a couple still, of- he put in a full practice today. Oh, there we go. So I would, I would expect to see him if not this weekend, the week after. Yeah. Uh, in concussion news, uh, Gus Edwards is in the concussion protocol. And Man, the Ravens cannot cut a break with their running backs. <laughs> no, they can't. So hopefully, hopefully, um, they decide to run with what they've got, and they don't pick up anybody like Jonathan Taylor and pass on that that bad bug. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo is in concussion protocol, and Derek Carr is week to week. So it's looking like Jameis Winston's going to be suiting up this weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has Garoppolo ever finished a full season? I don't think so. I don't yeah. think he's played a full season. No, something's always happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Craziness, craziness with that player. But okay. But he still played really good. Tampa Bay, Baker Mayfield is still shocking the heck out of everybody. Yeah, he's doing well. He's doing. He's doing really well. Yeah. 
and uh, maybe maybe this is the the true the true home maybe of of Baker Mayfield and he is going to be successful here long term if if he continues to play the way he has been playing why not right well yeah i mean is maybe this um maybe this offensive scheme is just what he needed um it would be real interesting to uh it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the season pans out for them Baker Mayfield becomes the chef, the long-term chef in that kitchen. Well, again, like it's, is it going to be another situation where his first year with a team and he goes to the Super Bowl? That would be crazy. I wouldn't put them as Super Bowl contenders. Neither would I, but especially it seems how they got to go through Philly. Yeah. Um, that's, That's no easy task. No. Okay. Well, anyways, let's 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 keep on trucking. This next little bit is some league talk. Yes. We redo. We review the sleeper report. Sleeper report. Sleeper report. And that is the report that Sleeper puts out for our league. And we highlight some of those details. The first detail is the best manager of the week. That's where. How accurate were you in putting your best lineup in your starting spots? So this week's manager is Ice and Metal, a.k.a. Marvin. You had 96% right on, dude. Um, absolutely fantastic performance. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, we'll <laughs> The worst manager this week was Bryce. Bryce, you, you had an accuracy of 68%. You did not uh, do well. I think it's because you had a ton of points sitting on your bench from players that nobody expected to go off. So you can't blame yourself. So don't don't. Don't hurt. Don't, hit yourself. Don't go, or, don't go sell off your team. That's right. Uh, narrowest victory. In this case, it came down to Donnie and Josh. Uh, we thought this one was going to be close. Not as close as this, but it did come down. Donnie beat Josh, a.k.a. the multi-beast, by 2.56 points. And a 91.7 over 89.14. So close victory. Uh, Donnie narrowed it out. He's He's... Coming back on that rebuild, right? So he's already he's already doing Slowly well. Seven, two, and one. Yeah. So the last two bits that we're going to speak about is the highest scorer and returning in back-to-back performances. Our friend of the show, Slick, aka Slickburn, with 165 points. Huzzah! Look at that. He's got a sick got team a sick this year. Team this year. It's doing really well. He it's it's paying off. I just hope he doesn't. I hope the typical playoff blunder does not come for him this year. Right, that he's able to. The team just doesn't decide to pack it in right at that that one moment. Uh, well, the the the, I think I only visit. I only meet him up once. So, that's when I want his team to go to sleep. Oh, okay. You want him on that every all team bye week. Yeah, when he yeah. faces me, that would be nice. Okay. And this last one is the lowest scorer of the week that we dub poor man of the week. And this goes to none other than Josh, AKA the multi beast who only scored 89.14 where everyone else had monster weeks. 
Josh did not. And for that, you get the sploosh. Gurgle, 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 gurgle. Well, that wraps up the sleep reports. Now we're going to talk about trades and waivers. There are no trades that have transpired yet. Nothing yet. Oh, Mike's got some feelers out. <laughs> oh, I do. I've been actively pursuing trades with two individuals in particular. Gabriel, for one. And I think my last offer might have offended him. I'm not sure. Uh-oh. So he's so not going to pick you to win this week. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. But uh, I, I'm trying to pick up a wide receiver. I lost Mike Williams. And they need to do something to fill in that space. So I'm, I'm, I'm shopping. So I thought I'd take a shot. And he was like, no, he countered. And I was like, oh, I, didn't, I, well, I wasn't happy with the price. So we, we were back and forth. And then silence. So in this case, I, I hope, Gabriel, I'm not, I didn't try to offend you. I wasn't trying. I'm sorry. Um, but I am interested if you would still like to continue negotiations and see if we can find a, a price that works for both of us, let me know. And then my other colleague over here, Juan, Juan decided now that he's gone 0-3 to simply um, Donnie his team. Let's call it that. <laughs> he's like, everybody, everybody's up for grabs. Come in. The fire sale is happening now. And... I, I know that he wants to wait and see. He's he's still put out there for everybody. He's he's looking for offers. He put a lot of talented players up on the block. I'm sure several of us are engaging into what that could look like. So hopefully, hopefully we can uh, find something that's mutually beneficial. If not, I wish you all the best, Juan. But I'm here as a as a trade partner if you're interested. <laughs> Now for waivers. Especially, especially for your top talent. <laughs> um, that, I think the issue is, is he's missing some top talent, <laughs> which is why he's 0-3. So cool. some of the guys that he's putting up there are like, oh, that's interesting, but I've I got someone I think that's better. So yeah. Um, mm -hmm. All right. So there were three players that were picked up this week. Melvin Gordon uh, by Josh. Josh also picked up Juwan Jennings, wide receiver for the San Francisco 49ers. Interesting selection. Yes. And then Gabriel picked up Ronnie Rivers running back for the Los Angeles Rams. And in doing so, dropped Ronald Homeless Jones. Yes. When I saw that, I was like, wow, Gabe, you still had a guy on the on the on the roster that isn't even playing. I would have yeah. thought he would have I would have thought he moved moved him earlier, but Long maybe time ago. maybe he was hoping he'd get picked up by somebody. Uh, yeah, there's always the hope, but it seems like all of the other running backs are getting practice squad jobs, but Ronald Jones is not. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The The next segment we got for you guys is our matchup results from week three. Just let you know how things play, played out. Mike versus Juan, I won. Thank you very much. I'm very happy with that, with that victory. Matchup number two, Andrew versus Gabriel. Andrew won that one. Matchup number three. We had Slick versus Marvin. Slick dominated. The number one point getter on the week beat the number two point getter on the week. I know that pain. I have suffered that pain. Marvin, I feel for you. But you have three championships, so I, I really don't feel for you. 
uh, matchup for Chervin versus Bryce. This one was we thought was going to be a true split decision. Uh, Chervin's team showed up and 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 really dominated more than twenty points over Bryce. So Chervin got the win. And then matchup number five, Donnie versus Josh. That was a super tight squeeze, and Donnie took the victory. Now here's how the bets played played out. Uh, I went three and two this week. Andrew was back, baby, at five and zero. Oh, he got every single selection correct, so that improves you to ten and five overall. Uh, Donnie was pretty close. He went four and one, so he's now at eleven and four, still in the lead. Yep. Josh, he went three and two like me. He's now five and five. Uh, Marvin followed Donnie, uh, followed Andrew. Sorry, uh, with a complete five and zero oh victory. He's now at eleven and four, tied for first. And Gabriel snuck in there with three and two. Advancing to eight and two overall. Everybody's everybody's doing awesome, right? Like yeah, we're off to a really good start. Better than five five hundred or better. So, yeah, no one's behind the eight ball. Now we're going to look at the week four predictions, and to do that, we're going to sh- not show you. I guess I can't show you, but I will tell you. Matchup number one is myself versus Gabriel's. We're going head to head this week. Maybe that's why he doesn't want to do a trade. He want to wait till after after our matchup. Maybe. Okay, right. Maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that approach at this moment until otherwise told. So matchup yeah. number one, it's me versus Gabe. I'm Rocket, Jared Goff, Christian McCaffrey, Jameer Gibbs. I'm thinking right there. I'm I'm looking good. Uh, AJ Brown, as long as he's in the good books with Jalen Hurts. He's going to do well. Michael Pittman. I like Michael Pittman more with Connor Minshew uh, passing the ball because he throws it and he doesn't run as much. Uh, but Anthony Richardson at least does target Pittman. Uh, my tight end is TJ Hawkinson. Uh, my running back is the dominant James Connor who ran through that Dallas front. Mike Williams, who is unfortunately on IR, so I got to move Mike Williams. And then Marquise Brown. For some reason, him and Joshua Dobbs have been starting to form a connection, so I'm, I'm liking that. Um, my backup play here right at this moment is going to be one of two players, and that is either going to be Kendry Miller. I'm going to swap out for Mike, uh, Mike Williams. Uh, but, unfortunately, Alva Kamara is making his return this weekend, so I don't know how that's going to play out. Otherwise, I am actually going to pull Tank Dell off of my taxi squad, and I'm going to start him. What about Brandon Cooks? I'm I'm not trusting Brandon Cooks. I'm not. He's he's getting some snaps, but it's Dak Prescott throwing him the ball as an afterthought, not as a as a dominant target. So okay. fair enough. It's I want to see a bit more consistency from Brendan Cooks before I would trust playing him. Everyone else is more of like a desperate play. So that's why I'm out there looking to try and acquire a trade and uh, and have uh, have another essentially reliable starter uh, that I could put in. So there's that. On the other side, we got Gabriel. He's playing Trevor Lawrence, who has been slow to start making things happen this year, but hopefully he picks things up. DeAndre Swift, Damian Pierce, both had great games. Jamar Chase, who finally returned to prevalence uh, as of Monday night. Romeo Dobbs, who's having himself a nice sneaky little quiet season here. Uh, Evan Ingram, who is a top 10 tight end. Kenneth Walker, who was like absolutely dominant on the weekend. Quentin Johnson, so it looks like he's already ready 
to go into this with um, uh, with Quentin Johnson as the the next man up, and then Amari Cooper. I'm not I'm not seeing too many faults with that with that roster selection. No, it's a, it's a, it's a good choice. It is. It is. And any one of those guys, like the, those lower tier guys, like even Ev, Evan Ingram could go off. Uh, Quentin Johnson could go off. Um, Amari yeah, Chase could, could go off. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, you know, like Cleveland could dominate Baltimore like they did against Cincinnati, and he could have another great game. Um, the only guy that I was seeing on his bench that kind of intrigued me, uh, Paris Campbell. Because somebody in New York's got to do something. Oddly enough, Paris Campbell has been consistently on the field getting targets. Yeah, he hasn't been uh, able to do a lot with them, but he's been getting targets. Yeah, uh, Smith and Ajigba again because Seattle's playing New York Giants. You know that could be a, a, an interesting um, swap out there. But his his lineup is very consistent. <clears throat> yeah. So I mean. Yes, you've got a zero in your in your starting lineup that you got to swap out, um, which is going to give you a little bit more of an advantage in the more points in, in the, the prediction. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, Gabe. I got to do it two weeks in a row and and choose against Jen. I've got to go, Mike. Well, I'm going me. Uh, I can tell you right now, Don is going me because he got his uh, his picks in, but Gabriel, who just sent his picks to me. Did not select me. He selected himself. So he's betting. He's betting big. Yeah. I can also see uh, in the background of your image you sent me that, Gabriel, you need to check all of your DMs. You have several that are outstanding. I'm not sure who from, but <laughs> there, there is, seems to be a giant red dot saying, check me. And so. saying from Mike saying, I want to trade. Uh, I'm sure one of them is from me, but there seems to be several. Yeah. All right. Matchup uh, number two. And that is going to be Slick versus Chervin. Now, granted, Slick has been on, on an absolute tear. So let's let's recap. What is he rocking? He's got Lamar Jackson, Kyron Williams, Travis Etienne, CeeDee Lamb, Keenan Allen off that massive performance. The non-existent Dallas Goddard. Chris Olave, who's probably going to feast if Jameis Winston's the quarterback, uh, Najee Harris, uh, and then Raheem Mostert against that Buffalo D. So it's looking, it's looking like the upside potential is huge. What has he got as backup? Um, he's got uh, Michael oh, Thomas. He's got, Mar- he's got Marvin Mims in there still. Yeah. Okay, he's even got Zach Ertz, who AJ doesn't Osborne. get a lot of yards, but his targets are there. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, good, good options. Yeah, he's got a few options, and he's a favorite right, right now. Yeah. Um, and he's going up against uh, Tua, um, mm-hmm. Madison, Pollard. Oh man, Pollard could feast on New England. Uh, Goodwin, Godwin. Sorry, not Goodwin. Chris Godwin. Godwin. Uh, more, uh, Kyle Pitts, uh, Greg Davis, or Augustus, uh, what is it, Greg? I don't know. Yes, Gabe, Gabe, Gabe Davis. Davis, yes. Christian Kirk and Nico Collins. Um, 
again, very consi- a very consistent team. Um, anything jump out at you that Saquon Barkley, if he's healthy, yeah, if he's, he's healthy, he's not. Um, um, I'm not sure actually. Brandon Ayuk, um, if he gets healthy, if he's healthy, like uh, so, he's sitting Ayuk and and Barkley because of injury. Palmer even. Uh, Palmer could be a choice. I'm not sure who I would swap Palmer in for. Maybe Gabe Davis, because I think Palmer might actually have a shot at being the number two, where Gabe Davis is like a feast or famine, so it's kind of like a you well, don't know what you're going to be getting. Palmer might get elevated because of the injury. Maybe. Yeah, it's. I think, I think unfortunately, I'm going to buy the, the injury dip here, and I'm going to say Slick has got this one. Because of the injuries facing Chervin. Otherwise, Chervin's usually a pretty solid team. Yeah. Yeah. So you going slick? Yeah, I think I'm gonna go slick as well. Okay. So did Donnie and so did Gabriel. They also went slick. Now let's go to matchup number three. That is Juan's little sleeper, aka Donnie, versus our reigning champion, Marvin. Is Donnie gonna play upset again? Is he gonna take down the champ? Let's see. Donnie's bringing Justin Herbert, who's on an absolute tear right now, the number one QB, or I guess number two in our league, uh, putting up some monstrous points. Uh, then he's got Javante Williams running back in Denver. Now, thankfully, he is playing Chicago. Chicago is the crappiest team in the world, so they should be utterly decimated by that running game. He's got Bijan Robinson going against Jacksonville. Jacksonville is also having a bit of a slow start, so Bijan might actually get some momentum going here. Downside is he's playing Jahan Dotson. Jahan Dotson has not recaptured uh, the glory from yesteryear. But to offset it, he's playing Puka Nakua. So that might actually work out. He's got Pat Fryermuth, Josh Reynolds. Unfortunately, Josh Reynolds did nothing last week because it went to Khalif Raymond instead of Josh. So I'm hoping uh, there's somebody else here that we can look at. Then we've got Brees Hall as a flex play and Jerry Judy. So, Donnie, do you have anybody? Rashad White. Yeah. Oh. Um, Alex Pierce? I'd almost, I'd even also lean towards Sky Moore against the Jets. Really? Their defense is pretty good. You think? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'll give you that. I, I would be looking at uh, swapping out Josh Reynolds, not knowing if he's going to be the wide receiver too. Yeah. Or do you take that Gabe Davis feast or famine, look for the high upside and see if it can put you over the top? I, I don't know. I, I, I throw in white <laughs> somewhere. I, yeah. Especially if they get up early, then they're going to run the ball. Yeah, they're not going to let Baker Mayfield try and get them back. Yeah. On the other side of the ball, who does he got? Oh, a crazy team. crazy team. Yeah, the number one quarterback in the league. Kirk Cousins. Yes. Josh Jacobs, Ramondre Stevenson. He's got the stack with Justin Jefferson. He's got Amon St. Brown. Darren Waller. Devontae Adams. Stefan Diggs and DK Metcalf on the bench, though. We are seeing Garrett Wilson, but he doesn't have a quarterback. 
and that's about it. Yeah, he's got yeah, he's got a really good uh, offense out there. It's it'd be tough to take somebody off of that that offense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I got to go Marvin in this bad boy. Yeah. Oh. That's. I wanted to pick Donnie, but you know what? Donnie also picked Marvin, and Gabriel picked Marvin. So we're we're definitely uh, heavily favoring Marvin, but maybe Donnie can get an upset and surprise himself. Yeah, that would be nice. Hmm. All right, matchup number four. We got Andrew. Hey, that's you. Uh, versus Bryce. Both sitting at two and one. Somebody's gonna get gonna get hurt this week. You're rocking in Patrick Mahomes, Joe Mixon, Isaiah Pacheco, Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans, Travis Kelsey, Zach Moss, who's somehow getting it done over there. I know. And then Michael Gallup and Hunter Henry. Not not the greatest flex plays. Not overly excited about that, but you don't have well, you have Khalif Raymond, but again, don't know if he's going to. So here's the thing with Khalif Raymond, he's so frustrating. Weeks just, I put like, him in. You you don't know. You yeah. don't know. Weeks I have him on the bench, he goes off. The weeks I put him in, he sits there and does nothing. That's the downside of the unknown wide receiver, too, in yeah. in Detroit. He could give you a great game, he could not. He shows that he can do it, but they just don't feature him that way. So I bet you're waiting to get the news that Christian Watson is ready. Yes. Yep. Him and um, the other one I'm looking at potentially putting in is Elliot. Um, but Dallas's defense scares me a little bit, so I don't know if I will or not. You mean New England's defense? No, Elliot plays for New England. Oh, that's right. Revenge game, my friend. Yes. Revenge. I think that's why they got him up at 5.6. I even got Hunt, right? Like Hunt at six and uh, 6.29 uh, is a maybe. Um, even Jones in Detroit, right? Like, Yeah, I, I would never trust Marvin Jones again. Uh, yeah, so like to me, that's not even worth a hold. Uh, I would be dumping him. I Khalif Raymond could be that absolute great play, but yeah, uh, I don't. Know. I mean, I, there's, there's gonna. I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to make at least one change out. Like, I don't know that I trust Hunter Henry. Um, in my in my in one of my flex spots, over, like if Christian Watson is to is to play. Yeah, no, that would be pulling him out. Yeah. Um, Michael Gallup did get some targets last week, so yeah. he'd be the second person I'd look at taking out. But everyone else in your lineup is pretty solid. I like where it's going. Yeah, let's see what you're facing off against. You're facing off against Josh Allen, James Cook, ooh, Jerome Ford with some Debo Samuel, some Calvin Ridley, some Luke Musgrave, George Pickens, Devonta Smith, and Devon A. Chain. Ooh, that's that is a tough matchup now i don't i don't think mostert and i guess it's not a chain a chain a chain whatever it's not a chain no no whatever his his last name is i don't think both of them 
give you that before like a big performance. I think one of them could against Buffalo. Yeah. This yeah. is a matter of who. So it could be a dud performance or it could be a stud performance. Oh man. I do like Oh man, I don't know. I mean he's also got Aaron Jones. Uh yeah, he's still not good though. A A Ron. He's also got Tyler Algier. Jordan Addison. Oh, I think to me Jordan Addison's still a play. Yeah. I mean he's got he's got some stuff on his bench that that he could swap out. Um, yeah. Again, he's in. He's kind of in the same boat as I am. Kind of wait and see if a guy comes off injury or not, um, and see how people practice. Well, um, and then even his uh, starting lineup, he's got Jerome Ford, which is questionable at this point, limited in practice this week. See, and that's that. That could be a, a plus for me if if Ford really is uh, is more banged up than than Hunt. Maybe mm-hmm. Hunt gets a start. Or sees maybe. more, maybe sees more time, at least. You got to wait and see, right? Yeah, but I mean, the Christian Watson is the one I got to get make the decision before tomorrow evening. So, but I know yeah. where I'm going. I know where I'm going with this. You're going yourself, right? Oh yeah. Okay, so that would be Andrew picking Andrew. Donnie picked Bryce. Gabriel picked Bryce. But man, I'm I'm going to slight you this week. I'm gonna go. That's Bryce. fine. When I go five and zero oh again, you guys will go four and one. Oh, that's right. I forgot. That's how that works. Now, last matchup. Now we know that Juan is on the outs. He's already looking to blow up his team. Uh, Josh is sitting at one and two, off to a, a cold start, but has some assets. So let's have a look here. Ooh, I see what's going on. Josh has updated his roster to include Geno Smith. The injured Austin Eckler, who he, I'm assuming, is hoping to to play this weekend. Then he's got uh, um, Alvin Kamara, Tyler Lockett, T. Higgins with some of those terrible drops from Monday night, George Kittle, Zay Flowers, Corton Sutton, and Brian Robinson. Okay, it's not a bad lineup here. He's got some... Sitting Drake London, Rashid Shahid. Yeah, okay. Interesting. So there's there's all of that currently. Not bad. Oh, more even. Pardon? You've got more. Yeah, there's 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 options. Uh, I'm not sure I would trust uh, DJ. What is it? DJ Moore? Does he have DJ Moore? Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. Yeah, uh, that's not a bad play either because he's getting some targets and some action in there. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, and I think that's going to be a high-scoring game. Baltimore-Cleveland uh, is going to be a high one, I think. But gosh, you're going uh, against Hurts. Jeez. Yeah. Who's playing so, against Washington? That guy probably, he's probably just going to feast on his own. Yeah. All right, so here's what Juan's got going on. He's 0-3. He's starting Jalen Hurts, Derrick Henry. Hopefully Derrick Henry is healthy and he's back on the field uh, to get some more of them juicy touches because he did not get a lot of work last week. Then he's uh, complimenting him with Miles Sanders, Jalen Waddle. He's got some Tutu Atwell action going on. Mark Andrews in there for some reason isn't getting the targets. He's hoping David Montgomery comes back this week. That's 
I don't know. I don't think he's back for Thursday night. I think they keep them out. And he's got some Adam Thielen action and then some Jacoby Myers. Not bad options. I don't think it's an absolute uh, slam dunk. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hopkins has got to get into his. Well, I shouldn't say has to get into his lineup. Hopkins. No. I would put in. You wouldn't put him in against Cincy? No, I'm, I'm, I'm all out on Hopkins. Oh, wow. And, and it's not just because of like Hopkins. It's more of like the Ryan Tannehill defense or offense that's going on over there. Yeah. I, I don't think it's. Yeah, I don't think it's working. DJ Chark. Uh, could be a great play. Yeah. Could be if Andy Dalton is back in and he's playing. Um, Donovan I would Peter trust Jones. Adam Thielen and DJ Chark. Um, yeah, no, it's. Uh, Mm. And it's a close matchup. Like the prediction projections are 106 to 102. Yeah, it could go either way. Mm. Here's what I'm going to do. Do you want to split it? I'll go opposite of where you go. You know what? Or do you want to go opposite of what I go? No, I'm going one. You're going to go one? Okay, I'll I'll go thinking, I'm thinking Juan's taking his first win this year. You think this is where it's going to come? I think so. Okay. Well, you heard it there, Juan. I gave you the love this week, Juan. <laughs> there it is. You got some love, Juan. Uh, not just from Andrew, but also from Donnie. Donnie thinks it's going to be a one-two punch. Oh. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, but Gabriel, on the other hand, does think Josh is going to get it. So we're split here as well. Uh, we're just waiting, folks, for Josh and Marvin to submit their picks. Chances are they're not going to make it onto the show tonight. If they do, I'll share those with you. If not, they'll just be added into the show doc and updated next week. But now we've come to the betting part of our show where it's time to settle up and pay the piper and get ready for next week. So that's that's Andrew cashing in big time because he came up with a super creative bet in the four leagues that we share. That's poor man, simple man, crazy man, and no fun. We decided to do a median best manager bet. So how accurate were you setting your starting rosters? And it's close. It is real close. He did edge me out. He had 80.9% accuracy to my 79.9%. One. I had one league where in particular my bench nearly outscored my starting roster. (laughs) And that that hurt. That hurt a lot. Otherwise, we were relatively close through. And that's what that's what the big difference was. But super cool bet, man. Congratulations on the victory. Uh, I'm currently leading 2-1. And because I lost this week, I have to come up with something. So here is what I am going to do. I am going to big empty box here, Mike. Yeah, I'm coming up with the fantasy pick six. Dun, dun, dun. Fantasy, fantasy pick six. So we're going to f- pick six fantasy assets. So we're going to go quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, and to make it a six, we're going to go two flex. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Now, because I came up with this so quickly, I haven't even looked to see what the good juicy matchups are this week. So we're we're hopefully playing on on even playing field here. So you got to come up with your quarterback. Who do you think is your QB one on the week? Now, if you'd like, we can go through the matchups. No, no, I'm I, I I'm I'm good. I'm looking at what. Uh... So I get to pick first. Oh uh, yeah, we'll just go back and forth, back and forth. Okay, I'll take my ever so popular Mister Mahomes. Uh, who is he playing against? The Jets. The Jets. Oh, you're you're picking a tough defense. Yes, but my second pick would have been Allen against Miami, and Miami, I think, is. Uh, oh, do I want to do it? Do I want to do it? Do I want to? No, I'm going to stay with Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to take Holmes. Patrick Mahomes. Mahomey. Yep. Oh, I got too many of those arms. Because the next one is uh, the next. Well, the number three and four projections okay. could really ball so you... out. <clears throat> okay, actually, it should it, it should be alternating. But we, you should, didn't have to pick your quarterback first. Would you like to, to go back and do that over again? Yeah, so I can pick like whoever then, eh? Yeah, because um, to be fair in this case, because you would always get the first shot at everybody the best. So this yeah. way, it's just like you get the first pick, um, and then I guess we'll do a snake draft then. So it's not completely one sided. Okay. Then no, I'm not taking my quarterback off the first. Uh, I'm taking my running back, and I'm taking Christian McCaffrey against Arizona. CMC. That's a that's a great pick. Well, my first selection is going to be Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Oh, you bugger. Okay. Uh... Well, let's see here. Because Hill is not even the top guy, I'm taking Justin Jefferson. Okay. As my wide receiver. And. Um, let's go. I can take him last. Uh, I'm going to take Jalen Hurts actually as my quarterback. Really? Okay. That's a, that's a frustrating pick. Why? Because you wanted <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking. So you picked Justin Jefferson and Jalen Hurts. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, well, I'm going Keenan Allen. That's my first flex. Hmm. 
And oh man, I'm really torn here. Uh, I'm going to need to do some additional looking. Let's just do not free agents. Let's look at this week four projections points. Oh, man, that is tough. Where to go, where to go. You know what? I'm going to go B. John Robinson. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to pick him as my, my running back. Okay, those are my two: Keenan Allen, Bijan Robinson. Okay, okay. So I got uh, tight, tight end and two flex. I'm gonna go Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard is one of your flex. Okay. Yeah. And Stefan Diggs. No, Jamar Chase. Weaker defense. Jamar Chase. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to go uh, the number one QB on the week, I think, is going to end up being. It could either be Justin Herbert or Kirk Cousins. Sunday at 11, Sunday at 2. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Kirk Cousins and see if he uh, disappoints me. That way I can feast off of your Justin Jefferson. Okay. And as a potential flex play, I want to go one of two people here. Uh, one of them has a potential injury designation, but I gotta be smart. Let me just read up in here. Uh, um, Let me guess. Austin Eckler? Yeah. Yeah, I want that. Uh... Are you willing to let me do this? If I name both players now, Austin Eckler is my first, but if he's ruled out due to injury, I'm not penalized for, for that. Otherwise. So if he starts. Yep. He's your guy. He's my guy. Yeah, I'll give you that. But if he's but if he's out, right? Because if they that like we don't really have a chance. If to, he's like, out, out. Yeah, I'll give yeah, you that. I, 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 okay. So then Eckler is uh, my choice. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to go Amon St. Brown here. Okay. Your last pick, tight end. Here we go. God, there's such a fucking drop off. Why did you hey. have to take Kelsey? <laughs> there, there is a kid show. We're clean, man. You can't yes, say the word unless you say fart or fire truck. Yes, you could say Fiddle. a frack. Fiddlesticks. 
Why did your fiddlesticks have to take Kelsey? Oh, dang gummit. So did I get to Carolina? Oh. I'm going your favorite guy of all time, Mr. Laporta. He's not my favorite guy of all time, but he's pretty no. awesome. That, that's, that is the correct choice, Sam Laporta. Uh, he's going to get a ton of work this week. I thought Kittle, but then I've already then I got two San Francisco guys, and I'm like, no, I better not. I'm surprised you didn't think T.J. Hawkinson, because at least when you're, when you're looking at the numbers here, T.J. Hawkinson's number one on the year. Yeah, but the, I don't like the matchup. You don't like the matchup against Carolina? No, I think Carolina might come out come out strong this week. But you're playing Justin Jefferson, or is it just like Justin Jefferson can't be stopped? So he's just oh yeah, Justin Jefferson. Thing. He's Justin okay. Jefferson. Okay. He's the number one wide receiver in the league right now. He's gonna get all the love. He's gonna get all the love. Okay. Well, uh, these are good lineups. These are good lineups. Uh, just so you know, Justin Jefferson is not the number one receiver. Tyreek Hill is. Okay, you have a week like Tyreek Hill had. <laughs> yeah. What is Justin Jefferson? Oh, Justin Jefferson. Oh, he comes in at three. Who co- who's two? Oh, really? Wow. Who's two then? Nope. Diggs? No, nope. Diggs is eight. Who's two? I'm not sure. Keenan Allen. Oh. There we go. Okay, well, here's my lineup. Kirk Cousins, Bijan Robinson, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, but if he can't go, then I'm my lion, I'm on St. Brown. Andrew? I got – I got. He, he's bringing the Hurts to your, to your team, Jalen Hurts. Oh, bringing the Hurts. It ain't easy being McCheesy with Christian McCaffrey. Nice. He's got the, he's got the cheeseburgers. He's got right. the fries that'll make you cry. He's got the shakes that'll make you quake. He's got the cheeseburgers. Well, he's just got cheeseburgers. He's just got cheeseburgers. Um, moving on up with the Jeffersons. Justin Jefferson. <laughs> well done. Well played. I didn't know what you were going to do with this one, but that's good. Moving on up. Yeah, that's great. Um, he's going to port your punt your team, Sam Laporta. Um Pollard, I don't know. I don't got one for Pollard. And Jamar Chase is going to chase your team down the street. Here, here's one for Tony Pollard. He's going to beat you at the polls, with Mr. Tony Pollard. There you go. He's going to chase you out of town, Jamar Chase. Yeah. Jamar Chase out of town. Okay, well, there you go. I like the lineups. It's going to be fun. So there's our fantasy pick six. It's our week four bet. Let's see who comes out on top. But to do that, you got to come back to us next week. That's it for this week's show. Thank you all for joining us. Don't forget to like and share. Leave us a review. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. You can find us at Poor Man Football. That's all one word. Come back next week as we review week four and week five. And from one poor man to another, remember, if it's not fun, it's not worth doing, everybody. Good night. Good night, everybody. My name's Andrew. And we're out. You missed saying goodbye. Oh, oh, yeah, I did. Ugh. Oh.
That's why I said, good everybody, I'm Andrew. Oh, <laughs> I, I always say, have a great week. Have a great um, week, everybody. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I, was, I was looking at Sleeper because there was a thing in my inbox. I was trying to figure out who the heck sent me a message, but it was you for everybody to get their picks in. Oh, okay. You know somebody's going to send you a... Donnie or Juan or one of them is going to send you something. Like a trade offer? No, no. Oh, they're going to send me a D-pick? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so far, Donnie did not. Uh, Juan has not done it yet. Like, It's possible. I don't think they will. Hopefully, it'll be a funny one if they do do something like that. There we go. I just said something. <laughs> see, see, just like that. That's exactly what I would expect to see. It's freaking funny and weird all at the same time. The letter D eating on itself. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. All right, man. Well, tonight was fun. I'm glad you're feeling good. Uh, I am ready to crash, so I'm going to get this episode posted and ready to go for tomorrow. Okay. And, uh, yeah, you going to watch the game tomorrow night? Uh, I'm going to try to, okay. uh, you, uh, I've got D and D tomorrow, oh, yeah. but I have, uh, I have a little yeah, I have a sec, I have a second TV display here. I might put the game on and be yeah. distracted. Yeah. Well, good luck in both, but, uh, right, hopefully the, uh, hopefully, hopefully it's like a 40 to 39 win for Detroit and, and Christian Watson gets the 39 points for Green Bay. Yeah, I take that. that well, do you great. have him in some of your leagues? No, I don't have uh, Christian Watson anywhere, oh. but I'm not facing him either. So mm. there you go. Okay, buddy. Have yourself right, man, a great night. Okay, bye bye. Sleep tight. You too. Bye. Bye.